Father, we come before you today, O oh Lord. We ask, O oh God, that you bless us. We ask, O oh God, that you grant us wisdom, understanding and knowledge, O oh God. As we do that, O oh my Father, we thank you for your faithfulness in our lives, in our families' lives, O oh God. Lord, we lift your name above every other name, even today. We glorify you, O oh God. We exalt you because we know no other God but you. We thank you, Father, that you are going to be with us on this podcast today. As I share your word, that, O oh Father, I pray that you will be speaking to your people, that it will not be me that is speaking. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Lord. Well, brothers and sisters, um, let me take this time um, to greet you yet again. I hope that you are well wherever you are. I hope that God is keeping you safe. I know that it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, a brother has been busy. Um, there's a lot on my plate right now, but I have not um, neglected this platform at all. It's just that there are things that I need to be sorted out first before I can uh, refocus fully again. In fact, right now, I am busy. One of the other things that I'm doing, I'm busy studying, um, but I, I, I trust the Lord that I will have more time to spend on this podcast doing something that I love, um, which is to share the word of God with you guys, with you guys. So how are you doing? How you have you been? I hope that you've been um, good. I hope that you've been good. I am pastor. Uh, most to those who don't know me, the revivalist, and this is your favorite podcast. Yes, end time uh, uh, preaching and teaching. Indeed, 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 indeed. Well, I'm not going to be long today. I just wanted to come and share with you a word of God on this Friday. Um, I come all the way from South Africa, by the way, to those who don't know in the Eastern Cape province in a small town called East London. That is where under a metro that is called the Buffalo City Metro. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, we are going to be looking at the book of, of John. Uh, John the Baptist. Um, no book of Luke. That's what I wanted to say. Sorry. Um, Luke, Luke, Luke 3, chapter 3. Um, we are not going to be reading the whole uh, chapter, but um, uh, specifically, I wanted to talk about um, uh, verse eight. Verse eight. Verse eight. Um, just for context, um, the Bible, as you know, um, the Bible. Let me just read it from the from verse one. From verse one. Thank you, Lord. Says that in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod. Um, Tetriarch of Galilee, his brother Philip of Iturea and Traconitis and Lysanias uh, of Abelen. Verse 2 says, During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of the Lord came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. Verse 3 says, He went 
verse 3 says, He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Verse 4 says, As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight path for him. Verse 5 says, every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low, the crooked roads shall become straight, the rough, was, the rough way is smooth. Verse 6 says, and all mankind will see God's salvation. So in verse 7, as we are getting closer to verse 8, exactly where we are, the Bible says, John said to the drowsed coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Now, we, we get to understand when we read it from the top, we get to understand that um, um, uh, in chapter 3 of Luke, we are told about the ministry of John the Baptist, praise God, and we are told what he was doing in the desert and about um, Judah as a whole, Jordan as a whole, coming to be baptized. People came in their multitudes to be baptized, to repent, praise God, to repent. So we were also told the ministry of John, praise God. What was the ministry of John all about? Hallelujah. Praise God. Because the Bible says in verse 3, He went into all the country around Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. Preaching the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So, his ministry was to, not just to preach the gospel of baptism, praise God, by repentance, right? It was not just that, or forgiveness of sins, but it was also to prepare a way for the Lord, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is what the main mission uh, that he was called. Praise God. This is the same John that the Bible says that he had the spirit of Elijah. Now, we see him, praise God, you see him, um, are saying to the people, you brood of vipers, who want you to flee from the wrath, from the coming wrath. Now, in verse 8, the Bible says, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Because all these people were coming to be baptized, were coming to hear John preach, uh, encouraging them to repent, encouraging them to live a righteous life but also teaching them about the coming Messiah. Because Jesus Christ was already in existence, as you know. Praise God. But he had not yet began his ministry. So he was telling them about a Jesus who is coming into his ministry. That the one that is coming is greater than I. Praise God. John. Hallelujah. Now, he says mm, to them, praise God. He says to them, he says to them, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Praise God. What was um, John saying? Because could it be 
that um, by the Spirit of God, he knew uh, uh, what kind of people. Because um, when you read the Bible, you, you get to understand. When you read it even from, from, from Genesis, you to, 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 even to, 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 from Genesis to Revelation, you get to understand that, you know, the, the, the Jews or the Israelites were not, an e were, were not easy people to, 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 to please. Were not easy people to obey God were not easy, easy people because their hearts were hardened. Their hearts were hard toward God. Toward, toward God. In fact, they chose to worship foreign gods rather than God. So could it be that John was seeing the same situation to the people that were coming? Because remember, um, uh, repentance means change. No, change. Turn from the old ways. Change from that life of sin change from who you used to be become a new creation praise god so uh, uh, so repentance on its own change in other words on its own comes with a responsibility change on its own it must be demonstrated it must be exhibited people must see praise god people might say remember that you know the bible says we are justified in the sight of god by faith hallelujah but on earth on the in this world we are justified by works for the bible says that you know faith without deeds is dead praise god because god is a spirit that searches our hearts so when you have faith in him he knows he knows that when you have faith in him so to him because he knows our hearts right to him he can see that you have faith in him therefore to in, in his eyes you are justified but on this earth unbelievers can't don't know you can't just say i have faith and it ends there so people must see a different person must see a regenerated individual a born again christian a person that has changed if you were a drunk people must see someone who is always sober in the presence of god going to church fellow worshiping with other believers that is the kind of uh, of person that people want to see if you are a fornicator people must see a different person why that is the fruit of repentance this is the same fruit that john was talking about praise god in verse um eight it says that produce fruit in keeping with repentance in other words there is a responsibility when you are born again there is a responsibility when you are born again produce fruit in keeping with your regeneration if you say that you have um gone through a rebirth you you have been born again praise god then people must see the fruits of your faith must see the fruits of you being born again that means the dead the old person must die for the bible says that the old things have passed away all things look now you are a new creation that is why john says produce fruit in keeping with repentance and he goes on and says and do not begin to say to yourself we have um 
we have Abraham. We have Abraham. We have Abraham as our father. Praise God. Because um, salvation um, is personal. Just because your mother and father are born again Christians, that does not that does not mean that you as their child will go to heaven, even though you reject the gospel of Jesus Christ, even though you live in sin. Praise God. So it, 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 what I'm trying to say is that when you are born again as an individual, praise God. When you live according to the will of God while you are on this earth, then the Bible, God has guaranteed that you, and he has promised you and assured you that you will inherit the kingdom of God, that you will become a partaker in the things of God, that you will become a head together with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Not your children, not your husband, not your daughter, not your son. Praise God. Your son will have to be, will have to accept Jesus Christ as an individual for him to inherit the same, for him to become a, 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 a partaker in the kingdom of God. He will have to be born again. Hallelujah. So the fact that um, 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 the, 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 the Jews, they came from the lineage, or from the from the line of Abraham, they that did not make them to be holy. That did not guarantee that did not guarantee them, praise God, a place in heaven. Did not guarantee them a place in heaven. So, in for you to guarantee yourself a place in heaven, then you will have to be born again. You will have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Remember what he said, Jesus, what he said to Nicodemus. Remember what he said, that he said that, I tell you the truth, unless a man is born of the spirit and water, he will never enter the kingdom of God. There's only one way to enter the kingdom of God. That is to be born again. And when you say you are born again, is, 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 that means that you have repented because you have seen that you have been living in error. That is why when they called an altar call in your church, calling people to come in front so that they will accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that is why you stood up. Because you were tired of your wicked ways. You were tired of your sinful life. Praise God. Praise God. And, and, and it is the Holy Spirit that convicted you to stand up to go. Sometimes you are reluctant to go, but you find yourself standing in front. You find yourself accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And what, two things happen when you do that justification. You are forgiven. God finds you not guilty even though you are a sinner. You just killed a man yesterday or that morning, but you stand before God and you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Right then and there, you are found not guilty. It does not matter what we have done, but you are found not guilty. That means that we, that that process we call that that we call 
um, justification. And then something else happened, regeneration. Because when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that, and when you confess with your lips, the Bible says that you are saved. You are So that is when salvation comes, meaning that you are regenerated. You are now born again. Praise God. You are now a new person in Christ. So your character, your behavior, everything about you has to resemble Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So this is what we call that producing fruits for your repentance. Praise God. Uh, and, 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 and the Bible says that produce fruit in keeping with your repentance. Produce fruit in keeping with your salvation. I am saying to you today, wherever you are, produce fruit in keeping with your salvation. Produce fruit in keeping with your repentance. Now, the Bible says, when we're talking about fruits, in verse 9, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, the axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown in the fire. So, in this matter, we, we, we have a choice to make. Now, you can't say, um, I accepted Jesus Christ, but, um, you know, once saved, always saved, you know, even if I fornicate today, um, Jesus Christ has already died for me, he has taken away, you know, all those kind of topics, uh, they will send you straight to hell. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just being honest with you. Praise God. Because once, um, that is why Paul would ask uh, in the book of Galatians, can I, can I go to that scripture? Can I go to Galatians chapter 1? Um, can I go to Galatians chapter 1? Because I, I want to make this point very clear, um, as the Bible makes it very clear, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Now, Paul says in Galatians, in chapters, in chapter one of Galatians, um, um, verse six, he says that I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in, in the grace of Christ and attending to a different gospel. Now, verse 7 says, which is no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So, this is now, you know, because the moment... You, you begin to listen to something that um, um, th that you were not taught. Because when you accepted Jesus Christ, perhaps you stayed in a certain church where they teach um, uh, the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. And, um, and, on, and all of a sudden, you move to a different place. Maybe, maybe, for, maybe you have found employment there or you are moving with your family and now you come to a church that uh, teaches another gospel. Praise God. Or in the same church that you are in 
a new pastor comes and he teaches something that is contrary to what you have known to be a sound doctrine. Because you study the word, you know this is a sound doctrine. You know pastor so and so was teaching us the sound and the true doctrine. Now comes another man and you are easily swayed. You are easily swayed. You easily be you are easily said you will like waves of the sea. Every sound, every doctrine, or every wind of doctrine is attracting you. You believe it. That is why Paul was astonished with the church in, in because with the church in Galatia. That is why he was astonished that after they, as apostles, taught them the sound doctrine, the true doctrine of Jesus Christ. Now he hears that they are listening to something else that is not a sound doctrine. Praise God. And that kind of a gospel will make those people not to produce the fruits of the Spirit as expected from any child of God. Hallelujah. As expected from any child of God. Now, I have read to you um, verse 8 of Luke 3 that produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And I have added, and I have said to you, produce fruit in keeping with your salvation. Praise God. So in, in, in order for you to produce those fruits, you must be in a church that teaches the true gospel of God. In order for you to understand that you are being taught the true gospel of God, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, then you must study the word of God for yourself so that you will become like the Bereans. So everything, anything, everything and anything that the pastor teaches on the pulpit, you must double check. Just make sure that, you know, he's not distorting the word of God. Praise God. Because any church that distorts the word of God is not the right place for you to be. So you need to move away from such a church. Praise God. Because that church will, pure, will, will pollute your walk with God. Praise God. You will pollute your walk with God. Glory to Jesus. Now, I just want us to go to, to the same book of Galatians to chapter 5. Um, let me just go to chapter 5 quickly. Uh, of Galatians in the name of Jesus. Where is the book of... Uh, now, why? What, what? Okay, there it is. Um, chapter 5. Because when I say that um, um, you must produce fruits, because John says here, the X of, is already at the root of the trees in, in, in verse 9. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown in the fire. Praise God. That is what John is saying here in the name of Jesus. So, good fruits when you are born again. I'm going to repeat this again in the name of Jesus. Good fruits when you are born again. We are going to learn it from here. Because verse 17 of Galatians chapter 5 says, For the flesh desires what it is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want this means that there is a constant constant battle that is going on between the spirit of god and the flesh the flesh represents all that is wicked 
because the flesh the flesh always leads us praise god leads us praise god to sin that is why paul would say that i beat my body and i bring it under subjection that is what we should be doing every day because this war is constant praise god allow the holy spirit to overcome the flesh once you do that you will live in peace and you will be able to live in holiness because it is the flesh that makes people fall from the grace of god when you read the bible from 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 chapter 3 of genesis the fall of man then you will understand what i'm talking about thank you father in the name of jesus now the bible that is what the bible says no that is what the bible says my brother and sisters i just wanted to show you um again i always quote this first i just wanted to again mention the fruits the fruits the fruits of the holy spirit the bible says in galatians chapter 5 uh, verse 22 but the fruits of the spirit is of the spirit is love but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness and then as i leave you i leave you with verse 24 in the same scripture galatians chapter 5 it says that those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires because if you allow the flesh my brother my sister to lead you in everything in anything the flesh will lead you into destruction the flesh will lead you into hell praise god allow the holy spirit of god that indwells you to lead you unto the righteous ways of god and to the holy ways of god hallelujah let us just hold it there for today father we thank you for this session we thank you for your word in the mighty name of Jesus oh god oh lord open our hearts oh god please father don't let the devil to steal this word don't allow the devil to steal this word in any way my father my god i thank you lord for opening our eyes and our minds in the mighty name of Jesus well i hope that the lord blesses you i hope that he protects you throughout the weekend i am pastor amos at uh, the revivalist all the way from south africa this is your favorite podcast um end time preaching and teaching it comes to you with love i love you i love you thank you for tuning in until next time god bless you bye bye